With Metro by T-Mobile, your hard-earned money goes further. This tax season, there's zero fees to switch. Enjoy Metro's lowest price. Just 25 bucks a line for four lines. Plus, get four free Samsung Galaxy phones when you switch. Now that's the best deal in wireless. Metro by T-Mobile, empowering you to rule your day. All lines lose promo rate if any deactivates. No fees on select phones. Limit one per line with eligible port. Excludes sales tax. Limited time offer. Additional terms apply. See MetroByTMobile.com. This is Dr. Mariah White, host of Your Life Matters. Thanks for listening to the following broadcast on Public House Media. Hello, hello. Welcome and thank you for joining the Confessions of a Military Spouse podcast on whatever day it is that you are tuning in. I'm your host, Jenna Burt. I'm a military spouse of 10 years, a mom, a registered and certified dental assistant, and a certified phlebotomist. Again, I just want to say thank you for taking me with you wherever you are and being here with me today. If you find that anything in today's episode resonates with you, or if you know of someone else who could hear this episode um, and take away from it, please share. As always, I appreciate any and all feedback. So if you would like to leave me some feedback, please feel free to email me at confessionsofamillspouse at gmail.com. You can find me on Facebook at Confessions of a Military Spouse, Instagram at Confessions of a Mill Spouse, or at publichousemedia.org. Two weeks ago wrapped up my special guest mini summer series, and I just want to say thank you to all of those who appeared as special guests on my show during that time. I had so much fun interviewing so many different people and companies. I have also had a lot more people and companies reach out to me about being guests on my show, and I have decided that I will be doing another special guest series, but in the quote unquote winter starting January 2021. Anyway, with that being said, I feel like it's almost been forever since I've recorded an episode myself and a lot has happened. So I want to take this time to sit down and just chat with you all and give you an update on my life lately. Uh, So here we go. I honestly feel like so much has happened that I don't even know where to begin. Um, So I guess let's take it back to March pre-COVID-19. So the week before COVID like really hit the fan, um, my father-in-law passed away. Thankfully, maybe, I think, I don't know. uh, My husband was already at home, unfortunately, for another funeral for his aunt, which was his dad's sister. And I will spare you all the details because it was a very traumatic experience, and I hate that I wasn't there for him during that time, but we've worked through it. Thankfully, though, we were able to have a wonderful funeral slash celebration of life with family and friends of my father-in-law. So if anything, I think that was the biggest blessing because COVID hadn't really hit the fan and lockdown slash masks weren't happening yet. 
So after all of that happened was literally when shit hit the fan with COVID. Um, And we were coming back to South Carolina broken, one parent slash grandparent less, and trying to figure out a way forward. Then the realization hits that toilet paper and most essentials were being bought at a cyclic rate. And prior to all of this happening, I had placed a grocery pickup order for the Sunday um, that all of this had happened, which included (laughs) toilet paper. And I obviously wasn't able to pick up that grocery order because I ended up flying home immediately uh, to be with my husband. But then I was like, um, now what? So on our way home, every like truck stop, every gas station we stopped at, we were checking for toilet paper and nothing. So after we arrived back in South Carolina, the hunt for toilet paper began. And after many, many early morning trips, we were finally able to find some. And let me just tell you, talk about a rush. (laughs) So after finding our toilet paper, we were pretty much continuing to live our lives as normal. You see, South Carolina, I think, was one of the last states to shut down and one of the last states to mandate masks. To be honest, I'm surprised at this point we're still even wearing masks, but that's another story. So... For a while after we arrived home, I was working as normal, my husband was working as normal, and our daughter was going to school and aftercare as normal. Honestly, I was so thankful for that at the time because after a life event like the one we had just had, some normalcy for us was very, very welcomed. But then it happened. It seems like eons ago, and I'm honestly not sure which happened first, the shutdown or the mask mandate, but... I think it was a shutdown. So now I was working, my husband was working, but our daughter was not in school. And like, what the hell were we going to do? I was working a high risk job. My husband is military. And if you know anything about the military, you know that diseases and viruses and basically anything that lives will run through them like wildfire. And how are we supposed to protect ourselves, our child, and also continue uh, virtual school with our kid? Well, by the grace of God, I have a friend who's a teacher's assistant at my daughter's school, and my daughter and I have become really good friends with them, and she offered to take my daughter in and do virtual learning with her through the end of the school year. At that moment, it was literally like the clouds parted and the angels sang, because if it weren't for her, I truly don't know what we would have done. You know, maybe bring your daughter to work every day. (laughs) Who knows? But let me just tell you, even though I wasn't even teaching her or doing the virtual learning with her, it was still hard because they had projects to do, homework assignments. And if I haven't said it before, I'll say it now. One of the main reasons that I love the school that she goes to is because they don't have homework. I am literally thankful for that every single day. Um, So she ended up finishing the school year doing virtual learning with my friend And thankfully, she (laughs) she passed. After that, it was summer, and I truly think that everyone expected by summer at the latest to be out of this pandemic and have things back to at least somewhat normal, but we quickly learned that was not the case. So I've mentioned before that I work full-time as a dental assistant, and if you've done any research or read any articles, you know that dentists, dental hygienists, and dental assistants are some of the people who are at the highest risk for contraction of COVID-19 due to the aerosol production in the dental office. 
So let's talk about what it's been like to work through this pandemic in a field like that. First of all, this is something that I never, ever, ever expected would happen in my entire career. Um, So I just want to put that out there. And the first word that comes to mind is stressful. Stressful for us, stressful for patients, stressful for literally everyone involved. Um, But I was fortunate enough to be able to work through the really hard time of the pandemic. I think the entire month of April, our hygienist didn't work because it was deemed too like too dangerous. But we all know dental emergencies don't wait, unfortunately, and someone has to be there to take care of them. So that's where, you know, my superhero cape (laughs) comes into play. Um, Now, I will say we did not have patients every day. Okay, but I was afforded the opportunity to continue to be there every day um, to do training, cleaning, organizing, etc. Because let me just remind you that in March, when the pandemic hit, I had only been at this office for three months. So I continued working full time during this entire pandemic, but it wasn't without its challenges and definitely its stressors. I mean, the rules and regulations were changing daily if not by the hour or minute sometimes, from only wearing an N95 mask to, nope, now you need to wear the N95 mask plus a mask over that, to, no, we think you can wear the N95 mask, but maybe a disposable gown. But you also need to change all of your PPE between patients every single day. Also, there isn't a disinfectant on the market that will kill COVID on surfaces on contact, and COVID lives on surfaces, so you need to steam clean everything after every patient. Oh, 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 wait. And lastly, it's not advisable for patients to come into the dental office unless it's an absolute emergency. Wait, what? (laughs) I mean, that is literally what it has been like in the dental field since this all started in March. Not to mention, we have employees in our office who have high-risk family members. So there's that. So once things finally stopped changing long enough for us to figure out what was truly needed and, you know, what the actual guidelines and regulations were going to be, we were able to gather a plan and get things going. May, I believe, was when our hygienist came back to the office and we were actually shocked to see how many people wanted to get in to get their dental work done. Which, if I'm being honest, as a listener, you're probably thinking, these people are nuts. Who'd want to go to a dentist that has a high contraction rate unless it's an emergency, right? Well, I'm actually glad to see all these people coming into the dentist on the... Is it time for a new heating and cooling system? Turn to the experts at Griffith Energy Services and Carrier today and get 0% financing for 18 months on a new heating and cooling system. Get the comfort you deserve from Griffith Energy Services and Carrier. Visit GriffithEnergyServices.com today for this and other exclusive offers. That's GriffithEnergyServices.com. License number MDHVACR01-2278. Griffith Energy Services. Doggone dependable their own because oral health and systemic health are directly linked and your systemic health is directly linked to being able to fight infections. And well, COVID-19 is an infection. So if you want a better chance at not contracting COVID-19, keep yourself healthy and that includes your mouth. Thanks for coming to my TED talk. (laughs) Um, 
But seriously, those things are correlated for sure. And the dentist is no place to be scared of during a pandemic. I promise you that the steps that dentist offices are taking to keep themselves and patients um, healthy and safe during this time is unreal. And while we're on this subject, I just want to say, please be nice to your healthcare providers. None of us signed up to do this um, with, first of all, the expectation that we were going to have to go through a pandemic, but also, you know, none of us signed up to wear all of this PPE and it is hot AF. Um, It's uncomfortable and it's really a lot. Um, So like I said, please be nice to your dental and healthcare providers. So I also want to go on to tell you that I had direct exposure from a patient um, back in July. The patient came in on a Thursday. I was the only person who saw this patient. I was in this patient's mouth using aerosols. And that next day, which would have been Friday, um, this patient developed symptoms and went and got tested. The test came back positive. Now, I had all of my PPE on, including disposable gowns, N95 masks, gloves. The only thing I wasn't wearing was my eyewear. It's a long story, but it's really no excuse. Anyway, I did go get tested, and ultimately I was negative, thankfully. But I truly believe that the PPE had a lot to do with not contracting the virus, because as you may or may not know, I have an autoimmune condition, so my immune system definitely isn't the strongest one out there. Um, And I won't lie, it was terrifying knowing that I had had the exposure and waiting on the test results, but it was also a good reminder that it is out there, and like any other illness, I'm not immune to it, and I can most certainly get it, and if I get it, I have a family to worry about as well. It's now September, and we've been wearing the COVID PPE for six months, and it's really hard to even believe that, but it seems like forever and also just yesterday in the same breath. I truly never thought that celebrating my daughter's birthday next month, we would have to have a COVID-friendly birthday. And I have a lot of opinions on the matter, but they're just that, my opinion, and I'm going to keep those to myself. Now, let's get back to my daughter. So summertime was pretty much the easiest of all because she was able to go to her after school place of care full time during the summer, um, which had been the plan all year. Um, Everything there was pretty much normal, to be honest. They had normal hours. They did not make the kids wear masks or social distance, which I Personally, I'm so thankful that they didn't do that, but I'm also sure not everyone feels that way, and that's okay. Um, So she was in summer care with this school for two months, June and July, and in those two months, there was only one time they had to shut down, and that was because a worker, not a child, but a worker, tested positive, and they wouldn't have even had to shut everything down, but that worker was a floater and had been in contact with every room in the school. So per DHEC rules, they had to shut everything down for two weeks. Those two weeks were definitely stressful because we once again had to figure out where our daughter was going to go. And no offense, but we all know that our spouses that are in the military aren't able to really help all that much in coming up with solutions to these problems because they know they have to be at work no matter what. And that in itself is stressful. 
You know, we as military families usually are not fortunate enough to live close to our family, and that makes times like this extremely difficult. Um, Our summer program after the shutdown also had to change their hours because kids were no longer able to cohort in the morning or afternoon, which also made things challenging, but still doable. Um, So we finally made it through the summer. Hallelujah. (laughs) And now it was on to school. So up until maybe a week or two before kids were supposed to go back, we were under the impression that they were going back in person. And then the call happened. Kids would not be returning back to in-person learning until further notice, but likely not until September 9th. Well, shit. (laughs) Here we go again. School, you know, is what we as a military family depend on during the day as a place for our child to learn and to grow and to be during the day while we're both working. So now what are we supposed to do? Well, my good friend to the rescue again? I thought so, except this time she couldn't because she had to be at the school and uh, she couldn't bring other kids with her. And in that moment, I literally felt like my world was crashing around me. Um, I thought for sure I was going to have to quit my job. I had no idea how I was going to make it work. And I just kept thinking to myself, you know, if my husband wasn't in the military, maybe this would be easier. Maybe he could stay home for a week and then I could stay home. Maybe we would have family close enough to us to help us, but we weren't in that situation and we had to figure out what to do. Um, I'm not kidding you when I say I reached out to so many people, um, Thankfully, we were lucky enough to be able to continue having her at her summer care place, but the downfall to that was they didn't do virtual learning with the kids. While I was totally bummed about that, like I completely understood as well. I mean, how could you expect one, maybe two teachers to do virtual learning with multiple kids and multiple schools and multiple grades at the same time? And at that point, we were beggars, so we definitely couldn't be choosers. My daughter also made the company dance team, which has been amazing for her, and she absolutely loves it, but she has four plus hours of dance one night every single week. So while it was hard in general that her daycare was not offering virtual learning help, it was even worse that on dance night, she was going to have to come home and do homework until, I mean, who knows when. Like, that was a full day's worth of school that she was missing. Thankfully, the school realized that... That expectation was absolutely absurd, and they decided that all homework had to be completed by Sunday night, which ended up being a huge relief for us because we didn't have to worry about homework on dance night. So this actually only continued for about two or three weeks, and then we got the email that they would be going back to school in person for four days a week. Like, I think I screamed and did a happy dance. I was so excited. And the fifth day would be used for cleaning the school, and they would do virtual learning that day as well. Thankfully, (laughs) no one can be in school on the cleaning day, so my friend, again, offered to take Ella in on that virtual learning day. Um, She also drives her to dance twice a week and will occasionally bring my cat to work when I need her to because my cat is sick. (laughs) Um, Yes, that happened, but that's another story for another time. Needless to say, I'm so very thankful for the friends I've made and met while I've been here because none of this would be possible 
And I would be completely, completely lost without them. When I say my friends are the reason that I have been able to keep my job, I truly, truly mean it. So I'm sure there has been so much more that has happened in the last six months that COVID started, but this was like just the tip of the iceberg and the most important for me to share with you. Um, Life in general has been so overwhelming lately. Some days I feel like I have it all together. Some days I feel like everything is completely falling apart. And that has, I feel like, pretty much been the consensus for everyone regarding 2020. All I know is that it can, hopefully, with fingers and toes crossed, only get better from here. Um, I have truly missed talking to you all so much. And I want to thank you all for being so loyal and listening. I know it may not seem like it on the outside that I've been struggling so much lately, but let me just tell you, behind the scenes, it's a completely different story. And if not for all of my followers and listeners, I don't know that I would have had the strength to continue going on. Thank you all so much for being here today and allowing me to get all of that off of my chest. I know it's not all super military related, but it's real life right now. And one thing I always promised and said was that if I were going to do a podcast and have a platform to speak on, I was going to be real, I was going to be raw, and I was going to be relatable. Thank you again for tuning in today. And don't forget to subscribe on your favorite podcast listening platform so you never miss an episode.